Hello, hello. Welcome back to Rethink Your Health with Jen Madden. I am your host, Jen Madden, and I am so glad you're tuning in. It's been good to be back, but I will tell you, I have been technically challenged with all the podcast things because I'm out of my podcast rhythm. I obviously took a little bit of break, little bit of a break from podcasting, and there's things that go on behind the scenes. It's not you just don't flip a switch and boom, you're recording a podcast. And the past two times I've had some technical challenges uh, in getting the podcast started. But all is set. I am recording. You can hear me. My mic is on because I love when I start recording and my mic's not on, which is what just happened. Anyway, I digress. Hi, I want to share a concept with you that I call passengers on the bus. I did not create this tool. I think there are different versions out there in the therapy world. I was taught this concept a couple of years ago by a therapist, and it has really resonated with me, and it is a tool that comes up often in my coaching sessions with my clients. And the past couple of weeks, I have talked about this analogy, so I thought it would be a good one to share with you because I think it helps us understand us or ourselves a little bit better and why we do the things that we do. So let me tell you what the school bus or passengers on the school bus metaphor is. So I want you to think about your life as a bus. On the bus are passengers and those passengers are different versions, younger versions of yourself. These younger versions of yourself have taken a place on your bus because you still think about them. The experiences that they lived through still impact your current day, your current way of living. So they have taken a seat on the bus and you are the current, you, the current version of you is the driver of the bus. So for example, versions of yourself might be, I don't know, the four-year-old version of you that got lost in a grocery store and you remember that panic. Or it could be the 13-year-old you who got teased for being fat and out of shape and couldn't run the mile in gym. Or it could be the 25-year-old version of you when somebody broke your heart or you didn't get the job, or a version of you that was embarrassed in some way. Generally, they lean towards the negative, but not always. Because there are confident versions of you sitting on this bus, or experienced versions of you sitting on this bus that help operate your current life. But When things go south in our life, it's usually the versions of yourself that have experienced some negative emotion that is still strongly imprinted in who you are. Okay, you with me so far? So we've got a bus. You're the driver as your current self. And on the bus are little versions of you. So on my bus are little versions of Jen. And Here's how life works when we have passengers on our bus. We are going along seemingly swimmingly through our day and suddenly we encounter a situation and we start to panic or 
we freeze or we act in a really weird way, like you're like, where did that reaction come from? Generally, when we have a reaction outside the norm of our current self, it's because one of those younger versions of you are trying to take control of the bus. So something happens and it triggers a memory and it triggers the passenger on the bus who has strong feelings about that memory or created that memory for you. And suddenly she's like, hey, I'm here. Do I need to drive the bus? My God, what's going on? Do we need to panic? Because I got you. And that little version of you, and sometimes it's, you know, a few versions of you because that feeling is imprinted in you, run up to the front of the bus and try to take over. Now, without knowing this or having this analogy, you may just resort to behavior or a reaction that doesn't feel great. You really want to change but you're not necessarily sure what's happening. For me, using this analogy was really helpful in going, okay, there is a version of me that is reacting to this that I haven't acknowledged and want some attention right now. So what that version of you is looking for is acknowledgement, is attention, and is love. You Your current self is made up of all of the past versions of yourself. You are who you are because of your experiences, right? Both good and bad. The lessons that you've learned, the skills that you've learned, the emotional intelligence that you've learned, your intellectual intelligence, who you are today is a result of all of the past versions of yourself. They are very much alive in who you are and how you function. Some of those versions need some healing. They need some love and attention. So when you are having a reaction to something that is out of the the ordinary, can't even say that, out of the ordinary for you, It's something that is an opportunity for you to pause and be like, what's going on? Who is showing up right now? And what does she need? I'll give you an example. I have spent a lot of time these past couple of months with my parents. And those of you who spend time with your parents know that suddenly you're like your 16-year-old self again. It does not matter how old you are. You are still the child when it comes to your parental relationships. And a lot of times we default into behaviors that we had or the rebellion that we had or the emotions that we had when we were living with our parents or had a really close relationship with our parents or had them as just a major influence in our life. I know that I'm not wrong about this because when I talk to people about being around their parents, they're like, yeah, like I'm 16 again. So I've spent a lot of time with my parents and those behaviors don't always show up necessarily when I'm there. I can see them, but there is some residual emotional debris left on me when I come back to my home removed from my parents. And I noticed I had an interaction with a friend of mine 
who (laughs) not proud of it ladies I am not proud of this reaction but I tend to feel judged by my mother raise your hand if you can relate I love her I know she loves me but that is just the relationship that we have so I had just come off spending months with my mother feeling judged in some way Some of that may be stuff that I haven't resolved or worked out. So anyway, that feeling of judgment left some emotional debris. I came home and I thought I was fine and ready to be home and all of that. And I was. And I went over to a friend of mine's house and we were making a little charcuterie board and we were going to have a little wine and I was in charge of getting the cheese. Bear with me. This is a ridiculous story, but I share this with you for a reason. So when we were having the conversation about the cheese, he said, why don't you get blah, blah, blah cheese? So I went and I got blah, blah, blah cheese and I brought it over. And apparently on first glance at the cheese, he thought I bought the wrong type of cheese and made a comment. And... I then proceeded to feel defensive and I got the cheese label and I had to prove to him that I did get the right cheese. And when he said, oh, I see that, I proceeded to punch him on the arm in a seemingly joking way, yet there was a little bit of aggression behind it. Not one of my finest moments. And ladies, this only happened like a couple of months ago. (laughs) Still working on it. But that reaction had nothing to do with him. It had to do with me and a version of myself who feels judged. And I like that version of myself or that feeling of being judged and not good enough, I think exists in most versions of Jen sitting on the bus. But there was that younger version who was very active when I was home, even though I felt like I was somewhat in control of it, but she was still triggered and active. And when she felt that she was kind of safe to have her way with her friend who loves me and cares about me and I love him and care about him, I had a very juvenile reaction to what just happened. So I share that with you because what happened in that moment was the version of me, and it could be the 16-year-old version of me, running up to the front of the bus saying, hey, We're not being judged and we're going to show him that we were right and we're going to feel very strongly about that and we're going to have a really strong reaction. And she came out in a very immature way. I was really surprised by my reaction. But again, knowing about this bus analogy, I was able to see what happened, right? I felt safe with him to have that reaction. Poor guy. But I did. I felt very safe to have that reaction with him. And she needed attention and she needed to have the outburst that she was holding in while she was home, right, at my parents' house. And so she had that. And what she needed really was just comforting and acknowledgement that the judgment still was there and she still was feeling judgment. And she just needed like acknowledgement that she existed and she exists as part of me. So I saw the reaction and I recognized that that version of me, who is still me, needed to be like, okay, yeah, 
that was hard. We just went through months of like being on guard and trying to protect ourselves. And you had an opportunity to let it out and you let it out. Let's talk about that, right? And you kind of have a conversation with yourself about what just went down and how that could be different and how I could show up as my 49-year-old self rather than my 16-year-old self in those moments when I'm home with my parents. So hope that provided some clarity on how the different versions of ourselves show up in our lives and try to take control of our lives. So when this happens to you, and it will, and it does, know that there is a part of you that needs some attention. She is showing up, trying to take control of the bus because one, she's trying to protect you. And this is how she knows how to do that, right? So it may be an outburst where you're punching your friend in the arm a little bit too aggressively, or it could be an outburst of emotion and you're just crying uncontrollably or you're standing at the refrigerator like going to town on the food because you just can't even feel the emotions that you have or you're exercising to death because you have to punish yourself because of the way your body looks. That's how these versions show up and it's important information they're giving you to the work that you still need to do. So the incident that I had with my friend, I recognized that I had had some work to still, and I still do have work to do that, not with my father, but with my mother. Obviously, my father has passed, but with my mother, because that's where I feel the most judgment. And at this point, it has nothing to do with my mother. It is everything to do with me. She is she, she is who she is. I am who I am. And I just have resolved stuff that I need to heal and acknowledge. And that's all that's happening when you react in a way that you don't want to react. It is an attention grabber for you to pay attention to what you actually need. And give it to yourself, right? You are capable now to give your younger self the things that she could not give herself. And that could just simply be words of comfort. I know, honey. I know. It's really hard. This feeling sucks. But we know how to feel our feelings and we're going to let it pass. Or, honey, your body is fine exactly the way it is. You don't need to punish yourself anymore. You don't need to listen to what anyone else says about your body. Your body and the way it looks and how you feel about it is all up to you. No one gets a say. Giving yourself now, giving your younger version of yourself what she needs now is extremely healing, extremely therapeutic. And it calms you down because one, it helps explain what's going on instead of like, I'm just out of control. It recognizes or helps you recognize that something is going on that needs your attention. And that's when you can tap into your current self And be like, okay, with all of my experience, with all of my knowledge, what do I need to do right now for her? That's it. It could just simply let her be instead of judging her or trying to squash her. Just let her be and be like, yeah, I got you. It's fine. 
I understand. It sounds a little meta to think about that, but when you really zoom out on your life, you are, who you are right now is a combination of all of your life experiences. My mother often says, funny that I'm using her a lot, um, and it's not a quote that she had, but she said, we are the sum total of everyone who loved and didn't love us. That is the truth, and that does include the times you did and did not love yourself. I will say this a million times, but the most important relationship you have in your life is the relationship you have with yourself. You are the only person you can control And the more you tune into yourself, listening to your body's needs, listening to your emotional body's needs, and giving yourself what you need in that moment is the best form of self-care and self-love you can give yourself. Rather than being quick to judge yourself, which is what we do, punish yourself, which is what we do, or ignore what we need, which is what we do. Paying attention and giving yourself, that version of yourself, what she needs in that moment is self-compassion, it's self-love, it's self-care, and it's extremely healing. Because you start to understand yourself better and you also start to feel what it's like to give yourself love and permission to be exactly who you are. Okay? So I want you to take this school bus analogy, kind of just like stick it in your toolkit, right? Add it to the, the tools that you already have and the tools that I've taught you and try to remember it when something comes up in your life that is triggering See if you can ask yourself, what's going on? What do I need right now? And you might be able to then drill down. Oh, yeah. I remember feeling this way when I was six years old, 13 years old, right? Certain events specifically will trigger you. It could be, you know, trying on a swimsuit. Boom. Suddenly you're triggered to the 13-year-old self when somebody was judging your body for the first time or the hundredth time. Or it could be, I don't know, making doing a presentation, right? Having to stand up in front of people. And you remember in eighth grade when you kept stuttering over that one word. You know, it doesn't matter what it what it is, but see if you can one catch yourself when you're having these reactions. First ask yourself, all right, what do I need right now? And then see if you can ask yourself, where is this coming from? How did this land in my school or on my school bus? And then give yourself what you need. Treat yourself as delicious and good and comforting and loving as you would anyone else in your world that you care about. Give that to yourself. The payoff is huge, not only for yourself, but for the people around you. Okay, my friends, I hope this was helpful. And 
I'd love to know if you're using it or have used it or if it's resonated with you. So if you feel so inclined, feel free to send me an email, jen at jenmadden.com. Let me know what you think. All right, my friends, until the next time, have a beautiful day. Take care.